we still need to make a profit, but not everything needs to be decided from that lens, right? Some things can stick around if they provide some other type of value for our ultimate community. That was Jason Bass, Director of Culture and Impact at Revival, a hotel in Baltimore, Maryland. Welcome to Hospitality Daily. I'm your host, Josiah McKenzie. In prior episodes, we've looked at how Revival focuses on culture and community, and in today's episode, we're going to talk through how both Jason and Revival's general manager, Dante Johnson, think about ROI and measuring the impact of these efforts. Here's Dante with a little bit more. Yeah, it's an interesting question because in that first conversation Jason and I had, his final question was, what are my KPIs? Like, how, how am I going to define success if I start down the path as a consultant with a hotel? And I felt like, number one, great question. I was like, yeah, I'm really impressed with this promoter guy who's telling me about <laughs> these events. But I didn't have an answer for him. I, and I, honestly, I still don't because it was a really tough thing to, to define from a quantitative standpoint because we were sitting in a very busy restaurant. It wasn't like the restaurant wasn't doing well. It wasn't like the hotel wasn't popular. It was, it just felt very limited. It felt like we had a very small slice of the city that was represented in the space and that we could do something that was more meaningful than create a great space for people who want to go to the next local hotspot. And my thought was, you know, the hotel's only going to be new for a year. Once it's not new anymore, how do you sustain that traction without having to constantly chase down a new audience? I think you create something that's meaningful to people. And so the only answer I could give him is that one day we'll be sitting in this space and we'll look around and we'll feel like, you know, the, the best and most interesting of what Baltimore has to offer is represented here. And I don't know how to KPI that, but that's what, that's the thing that we want to create. I think, I think typically I'm guided by how I've seen trends evolve over the course of my career and things that I've seen become sticky and explosive. And so for me, I always wanted to build an iconic brand here. And I know iconic brands aren't built by chasing the market. And so if I am looking to replicate something that I currently see that already exists in Baltimore, I'm not going to do something that people are going to have an emotional connection to. So the thought to me was, how do I look at all of the assets that exist in the space, this incredible design, this culturally rich neighborhood, a city that has cultural and socioeconomic baggage, populations of people who've been historically locked out of access to spaces like these, but who have so much to offer. How do you look at all of those elements and then create a roadmap to something, something special? And so to us, I think everything's set up really nicely for that. But the biggest thing that we were missing at the time was the ability to get that community into the space. The, the thing that I saw when I went to those, those night brunch events early days was diversity. It was approachable. It connects to that conversation that we had in Topside that day where I was like, we'll look around this room one day and we'll feel like, man, this is a really great slice of Baltimore that's in the space. And that's how I feel at every single one of those events. So all of that lined up with those near and long-term objectives for revival. Uh, and I think, you know, we, we brought that to life in a meaningful way. It feels like, you know, it started very anecdotal, you know, it's like the qualitative part of a thing. And that was where the experiment began. But we've gone, we've gotten to a place where we can capture metrics from our activities through earned media through the sales side of things, we're able to track a referral directly to an impact-related effort. An example of this would be um, 
if a local business owner heard about us for the first time on a podcast, right? And then said, oh, I love that. I didn't know that these, that there was a hotel that did a thing like this and supported the community that way. Let me go check it out. And then they end up booking space, right? And when they show up, we ask them, how do you, how'd you hear about us? And that's the, the origin of that relationship. Then we could tie that to, you know, the activities that we originally just thought were just trying to change the environment, change the people in the space and what that feeling was like. So it does eventually result in something indistractable. Yeah, it, there's, there was always, the intention wasn't to show up for the community so that people would book business. But the thought was always that if we participated in the community differently, that would create a competitive advantage for us because people would view us differently. And so I've, I've been in debates with people about cocktails in restaurants in Baltimore. And then when they find out that I work at Revival, they go, well, you can't compare Revival to other places because Revival is just different. It's like, well, we still sell food and drinks. But I love the idea that people see Revival as this fundamentally different thing. It's not a normal hotel because if I was writing it in a marketing plan, I would say exactly that. So I love that we've been able to create that in the minds of people. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 